I have Ricky Shane Page here with me. October 14th, MLW is coming to the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. National Open Weight Championships on the line, and you're going to be in a spin the wheel, make the deal match. There's 13 match, uh, 13 options, match stipulations on that wheel. Is there one you want to have? Oh, God. The star of death. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those that aren't familiar, because I know MLW, it's been a few years since they actually had the wheel, but what what's involved in that match for for those that haven't been watching is it? it's this a old legend of a lucha match that happened it was like a oh god what did court tell me court told me about this match it happened in triple a or something it was like a 12 man tag like six on six and there was like a um nine-sided cage or something like this there's like a hell in the cell cage on on the outside that like sh- shaped a star and like all these crazy people were in it, but apparently it was never filmed. <laughs> so there's no actual proof of it other than like Conan was in it and he talks about it. And I think Ray Mysterio, Juventud, oh God, Super Colo, like a bunch of weird people were in it and like a, a lot of luchadors. Yeah. So I just think it's funny that they put it on there. I hope, I hope it pops up. All right. Well, hopefully this time it happens and they film it. MLW. <laughs> You know they're they're going to be there for TV taping, so that I think that would make some good TV for sure. You're going to be facing off with one called Manders. I really like the names coming into MLW that you know that includes yourself, Manders. There's been a lot of newer names coming in recently, and you know a, the calling overall has been a big part of MLW TV. What's it been like getting a spot like that? Because you go back in history. You have the Hart Dynasty, you have the Dynasty, uh, you know, Bomaye Fight Club. There's been a lot of groups. It feels like MLW has been very stable focused. What's it like having the calling and you being in that position to be a focal point of MLW TV? Um, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I used to watch MLW on the Sunshine Network when I was younger. And so to be to be where wrestling there is cool in itself but to be in like a predominant role <laughs> excuse me uh to be in a predominant role that um that they're focusing on especially to be put in there with raven um who's like one of my all-time favorite wrestlers and um just for me for me personally like as a fan it's like if you go look at the like raven's flock like raven's nest wikipedia like my name's on it now mm-hmm. for me that's like a huge deal like i think that's so cool and I really like all the names that MLW is bringing in too. They're bringing in a lot of good talent and they're really building up the roster and doing a lot of fun stuff and a lot of uh, cool, intriguing storylines. And uh, it's just cool to be a part of it and to watch it happen and watch all the new people come in and have fun and, and, and the crowd to like it. Like, I don't know, I'm just having a good time. One of the other names, like, I, I like the, I'll call it a learning experience because I know a lot of, the talent that's coming in, like I know your guys' names from like <coughs> the four four zero days with GCW, and then Cannonball. I know from social media. Like if anybody knows, he he really likes soda. Yes, a little bit of a different character there, like in MLW. But you know, it's kind of cool seeing all of these different names get more of a spotlight. So it's like kind of like 
oh yeah, like I like these people coming in. They're they're doing just a little bit more of an extension of what you've already seen. But what's it been like? Like you mentioned Raven, you know, kind of being part of the flock. What's been the biggest nugget of advice that he's passed along since you started working with him? Um, a lot actually, but one that always sticks out in my mind. Um, there was one taping where I was just doing a lot. There was, um, I think it was my first, my first taping under contract, maybe. Anyways, they just had me do it a lot. I was doing promos and run-ins and I had, uh, a match and then i had to agent like two matches because i'm an agent as well so i was just doing a lot and i was i was getting frustrated because i want everything that i do to be good and to turn out well so if i'm feeling flustered i'm like i get upset because i'm like oh man i got i want this to be good so i kind of was voicing that a little bit and um because sometimes i just say stuff i probably shouldn't say sometimes like i'm this i'm working on that as a person uh but uh (laughs) um I was just bitching about it and he goes, Hey, come here. And he pulled me to the side and I was like, what's up? And he goes, shut the fuck up. And I was like, what? (laughs) He goes, shut up. He's like, they're pushing you. Just do your job. And I go, yes, sir. Thank you. I needed it. I need at that time I needed, I needed someone to just be like, Hey, shut up, man. You're like in a predominant role. You're doing cool stuff on TV. Like just do the job, shut up. And so I did. And I listened to him and uh, that doesn't happen to me very often. Cause I'm always like the, the veteran uh, you know, a lot of times, especially on the Indies. So I loved it I, and I needed it. And that's the kind of relationship that he has brought to myself and Akira and stuff like that to like, he's just there to help. He's a really good dude. And uh, Raven's the man and n- no bad words to say about Raven. It, it's kind of cool. Like, honestly, cool to hear that because he's especially nowadays, like he's so laid back and like very go with the flow. So like having him actually call you out like that, it, it you know, it's an interesting dynamic because you, you hear different stories about him over the years, like yeah, worker he is. And, you know, now to sort of see him put you put you in your place i guess in a no, good, in a great way great. And he's so full of knowledge he's so smart he's like so smart and like he would like uh you know just he'd be like oh you guys can tell me your match if you want and i can help you and blah 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 like he's just he has done nothing but help me and akira and for no other reason than we were put together because he doesn't know me you know he doesn't know i don't i met him you know 15 years ago but uh but yeah, he's just the man, and it's very cool to see him do that. And, and he's such a wealth of knowledge that, like, how could you not listen, you know? I mentioned the calling has been a big part of MLW TV, but the first few weeks, there was a little bit of confusion. Like, there was, you know, it was an un- unknown or unnamed stable. Then there was, like, AO, the initials. What, like, can you explain what was up with the name? Like, why there was sort of that confusion and how you settled on the calling as the name? I think that we just hadn't had a name yet and we were trying things out because I think on TV they might have said something. Oh, it's another name, and I'm it's yeah, right now, but I remember thinking, like, I think it was a production thing where they said it one week and then they said the calling, and then yeah, going on here. I don't remember exactly. I think that they had this idea for the calling cards mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing, like early on and we're forming it as it went. And um, which, you know, happens in wrestling sometimes. 
I can't remember who I, I want to say it was court that came up with the calling. I think he just texted me one time and said something about the calling. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like that should be the name. And so that's just kind of where it went. I'm not exactly sure who came up with it, but I think once they started getting in the personalities that they wanted, it started to kind of take form of something else. And then, and then even that, um, the first set of tapings, we did some, um, promos, some, um, some pre-tapes and stuff. And I think, well, maybe me or oh, I can't remember. And one of us said something about finding our calling or something in a promo, I think. And that might've been as well too. I, I, I don't know, but I like it. I like that. They're letting the people who are in it kind of help form it. So it's a little bit more relatable, you know, mm-hmm. um, like even the cannonball, uh, come in like that. That was me. Like I love cannonball. I think he's, an untapped talent on the indies. Uh, I think that not very many people can um, connect with a crowd the way Cannonball can. And I wanted him as a part of it. And court was, you know, asking me for input and stuff on who I want to be in the calling. Cause it was, you know, mm-hmm. such a big part of what I'm doing. And, and, and so I, I had Cannonball come in. So it's a very good working relationship with MLW. They're very, they're very open to listening to the wrestlers and kind of seeing what they think and things like that. So it, it's been great. And I don't know that as soon as, well, as soon as someone said the calling, I was like, Oh, like, that's it. Like it makes sense. Yeah, it definitely clicks. I usually close with a watch list feature, try to get match picks from talent. I speak with Okay, Is there a match that you would pick, whether it's somebody new to your work or one that you're just really proud of that you would oh of mine oh I th- yours okay. uh, that you would sit somebody down and be like i'm really proud of this one here's what to expect when you when you see me on tv like anything pop pop in your mind um i have such a hard time with this because it just i feel like a lot of my matches are culminations of stories mm-hmm. and i think that sometimes when you watch those matches out of context they don't really work um i'm trying to think of something that i've done even recently that really if you want something that is very like rsp like right now is any match where i'm in there with the sgc uh with the second gear crew like honestly like it there's just something that clicks with us and we just fight and it always is a good match. Um, if you want to go back in time, uh, there's a match I had with Vincent Nothing um, at AIW in like 2012, 13 maybe. Uh, probably one of my favorite matches I've ever had. Uh, it was the culmination of like a big storyline of me and my former tag partner finally wrestling, which we have since started tagging again. But um there was just a lot of special moments from my earlier career that went into that and stories that told were told. And like, if you went back, if you can find the footage, if you went back and watch old matches of myself and Vincent, um, there was all sorts of callbacks and stuff in that match. So I just like to do stuff like that, where I like to put Easter eggs and stuff in case if one person catches it, that's enough for me. Like if one person goes, Oh, they did that, you know, five years ago and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yep, we did. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Just watch wrestling. I don't, I don't know. You, ha, I'll have someone else decide what match to watch of mine. I don't know. That's. <laughs> no, I like I, I like the Easter egg thing because I, I I sometimes look for stuff like that and sometimes I'll even write like like that. So I totally get it. I used to put them in four four zero promos all the time. Yeah, I I, I usually say I'm sorry that uh, I write for an audience of one because sometimes <laughs> I will do that. I'm like it pops me. Like who cares? 
dude, there's like a, I can't, I'm going to butcher the quote, but there's some sort of Rick Rubin quote where he's like, make, make art for you, not for the audience. If you like it, then the audience will like it. And that's so true when it comes to wrestling. Like all these people try to like guess what fans want. It's like, you don't know you're not in their head. Just do you like, do what you want to do, do what makes you happy. And, and, and let, let's me put this, have it be good. Just because if you suck and you're happy, cool, that's great, but be good. Uh, and it, then the, the crowd will like it. So uh, I think uh, wrestlers have a little bit more power than they think, and they need to realize that. All right. October 14th, MLW Slaughterhouse, spin the wheel, make the deal. Check it out, whether you can go live in Philly or watch MLW every week on it's Thursday nights. Uh, thanks very much for your time, man. This was fun. You can watch Slaughterhouse on Fight, too, guys. Don't forget it. There you go. All right. <laughs> Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you.